Activism isn't about being loud, it's about making a meaningful change. I'm a catalyst for change. Catalyst for change. I saw what was happening to our planet and the injustice of climate change. I was like, wow, I'm an activist at heart. Combining art and activism to inspire change. I had to find my place in activism as a young black woman. I realized you're never too small to take action. Youth have ideas for what a climate resilient future looks like. Protecting the environment isn't a wise people's thing. It's something for everyone. I wanted to learn about how inequality, poverty and gender intersect. Intersectional feminism is important to discuss. Now people are joining me and we're making change. I had to learn to trust my abilities and understand that my voice mattered. I proved to myself what I could do. Change needs to start with you and me. Youth are leading. Welcome to Youth Tell All, a homegrown South African podcast sharing stories of young people taking action to create a more sustainable, inclusive, and equitable future for all. My name is Khatiso Miataza. I'm a high school student involved in intersectional activism focused on gender and climate policy and building capacity at a grassroots level. In today's episode, we'll be hearing a story from Tembi Matebula, a 20-year-old from Palm Ridge, Albertin. Tembi is a first-year student at Wits University doing her bachelor's degree in theater and performance. She describes herself as a catalyst for change in her community, and today we're going to hear about her experiences with YRE, Young Reporters for the Environment, a youth-led environmental journalism initiative run by WESA, the Wildlife and Environment Society of South Africa. This is Tembi for the Youth Tell All podcast. 20th February 2018, I remember that day, it was on the World Day of Social Justice. That's where everything began. But for me, I found myself wearing a green t-shirt with a maroon skirt. Guys, a maroon skirt with a green t-shirt, you can imagine that, how horrible it is, what a horrible combo. But we were there and we were told that we had a launch for an organization called YRE. This is how it all began. I was a very active student in my school. I was doing grade 9, 2018. So my teacher came to me and she was like, Tembi, there is a workshop at Saibon. Uh, there's this organization that is being launched and I would like you and your friends to be there. I was like, will there be food? She said, that's an obvious thing. I was like, great, I'm in. So for me, I was going there for the food, trust me. <laughs> when we got there, we found a director, Cindy Liot, and she explained everything what YRE was. She said to us, we're going to get tasks according to our schools. And my school was divided into two groups because we were 10 kids. I was on the group of photography. And then there was this other one that was in a group of writing. Cindy came to me. She gave me an expensive camera. For the first time in my life, I got to have a camera in my hand. And I was like, what do I have to do with this? She said, you need to take pictures of, of everything that is happening here. I was like, I've never taken a picture with a real camera unless I'm using my phone. She was like, don't worry, it's so easy. She showed me how to take a picture. I was like, okay, I can do this. On the process of having to take pictures and everything that was happening there, my pictures were blurry. <laughs> From the angle that I was taking, it was something else. Trust me, it was as if it's a 10-year-old kid that was using a camera because, wow, those pictures were really horrible. From there, I was like, when is lunchtime? I want food. Because right now, I don't even hear what they're saying. I don't care about it. I was there just for, for the food. After lunch, uh, Cindy came to us. She said, 
uh, you guys are our first group, our YRE South African group. I was like, really? Is this the first thing that's been done here in South Africa? She said, yes, you guys are the first group. I felt special, but at, a, at the same time, I was like, uh, okay, okay, this is not really for me. So the t-shirts that we were wearing had two hashtag statements at the back. The first one was hashtag one million youth. The second one was hashtag we speak our own truth. That one really got into my head in terms of hashtag we speak our own truth. Okay. We took pictures and videos and all that. When I got home on that night, I looked at myself. I was like, Tembi, what are you into? Utandi zinto, meaning I really love things. I was that kid where I'll be in everything at school. If it's soccer, I'll be there. Netball, I'll be there. Uh, poetry, I'll be there. Dancing, I'll be there. I will always try out everything, you know. But when I thought of YRE, I was like, Allah will like you're out of your way. This is not you. This is not you. Exactly. You know that kind of kid. We are Papa. But because I was like, okay, let's let's try it and see where it's all going. Because when Cindy uh, explained to us what YRE was all about, she said to YRE it was about environmental organization that is going to be about youth actually telling the truth in terms of interacting through media, writing articles, taking videos, and taking pictures, all in themes of environmental issues social issues that affect communities around but we young people are the ones who should tell the truth and also highlight those issues in our community i was like first of all when talking about environmental from the community that i come from it's a township we don't care about such language we don't even entertain that for me you know when you come from a township i don't know if you do have an experience but we like isn't does a balloon it's for white people we don't really interact into that we don't care about what happens in the environment as long as we live so um our second workshop remember it was a writing workshop at words when cindy told us i was like this comes with a pack of traveling and seeing people, oh my goodness, I'm going to enjoy this. We went to Verts. Um, we were taught about how to write, uh, the core elements of being a writer. There was an activity that was done. We were supposed to write just a piece of writing with about eight to ten lines. When I wrote, I wrote about, it was the Steve Biko month, I remember. I wrote about Steve Biko. One of the journalists that were there read my piece of, art and of, of writing. She was like, you're really great. This is great. I want to know more about, about Steve Biko. Would you tell me? I was like, this is great. She was like, yeah. I read it. I was like, wow. Okay. This is me. I mean, I wrote something so nice in about eight to ten lines. You know, from there, that moment when she complimented me, I knew a pen and paper would be my best friend. I knew that that organization would take something that I knew I had in me, but I didn't know how to use it, actually. On that day, I was like to Cindy, I will focus more into writing. Don't ever put me into photography. I'm bad. I'm really bad. I found my core element in everything that we're doing here. She said, great, because we have a competition that is coming up. I was like, oh, that's nice. What is it about? She said, we're going to have to write articles with about 1,000 to 1,300 words. And there will be videos that will be taken with about three minutes max. I was like, and pictures also uh, with the theme of environmental, so social, and also economical issues. I was like, okay, what do I have to do? She was like, you choose whether you want to do a video or write an article or maybe take a picture. I was like, I said, put that one aside. I am not involved in picture. And she was like, okay, cool. I will help you with everything. I'm going to give you an assistant. So what are you going to do? I said, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do both a video and an article. When I got home, 
I told my mom about the competition and she said, what are you waiting for? Let's start. Let's do it. Now, me finding myself in YRE and having to do all the activities that were done there, at that point, I didn't really understand where I was going, where it's leading me to. Trust me, there's this um, knowledge or the language of climate justice, being an activist. It didn't ring into my head because I'm from a township, for God's sake. I mean, I don't know nothing about those things. My mom was by my side. That's where it interested me in terms of it's no longer about Tembi having to be in YRE. Now it's with my family having to join to everything that I'm doing, right? So she said, what are you going to do? I said, um, we have to look into issues around our community and see what are we going to address. She said, there is a lot that you need to address. But then what about you also interact with people around? That's where now I got to talk with people. And trust me, I knew that when having to talk with people, they'll be going to tell me, this is not us. We black people, we don't interact and such. But no, they were not as skeptical as I was when I started. They were positive. They came up with ideas and uh, issues that were affecting them, like water wastage and rubbish not being collected in time, people dumping things on those open ground sites, you know, and how unsafe it was. So I wrote an article with a mixture of economical issue and environmental issues altogether. And people were crying also about the unemployment rate, which it was the worst because I would say 50% of the youth in my community, they are graduates or others just dropped out, they're not employed. And not because maybe they don't have an idea on where to find jobs, but because they have this thing of, um, we in a township, we don't have such privileges and all that, they would just relax and do nothing. But when I interviewed them and asked for solution, they were all now joining me and having to do something for their community. If I could take you right now and go with me to my community, we have a big car wash that was open due to YRE, me being part of the YRE, as it was challenging them in terms of that. And then we have a huge tank in terms of now the coaches need to use water that they study instead of like using a horse pipe because that's wastage right so and that cost of a competition for me it was no longer a competition it was a matter of me interacting with my people having to know what's going on around me and how do I change their um, perspective and their interaction with the environment that they live in you're not having to go out because my house is more in opposite with this open ground and it was scary because the grass would grow long and when you maybe go out at night you would think maybe there's a snake that is going to come out there. Now grain, grannies and old people started plowing their vegetables and I was part of it and I was like so is it because oh, no one knew about this? They were like no. This language of having to do environmental activism and all that, it's not for black people, it's for white. I was like, no, there's no such thing. I believe that this is not my zone, but look at me now. We're doing it together, right? It was a journey of me discovering the potential that I had and having to interact with people who knew that they have a power to change everything that they knew is wrong or having to address the issues that they were seeing. You know, I was part now of being the voice for the voiceless and an ear for the environment at the same time. You know, we tackled the article together while uplifting our community. And guess what? Okay, it's not bad. I got position three. It was not bad. When we got the results, I told them I got position three. They're like, 
next year you're going to get position one because now we know what you're into and we want our kids also to be part of the organization that you're at. I believe uh, in 2019, when we began 2019, Three learners from my community were part of the YRE now. They understand the language of environmental journey and all that. They could tell the difference between how to pick a paper and put it in some, somewhere that is safe, that can be recycled, and having now to not waste water as much, you know. They could tell me, Tembi, you know, I taught my mom that if she wants tea, she needs to, like, limit the water that she used to boil it. You know, that's great. That's really nice. You know, it's about those little things that we do that changes how we interact with the environment and ourselves also, because now it's not a journey of finding myself in an organization because of the benefits or because I got the privilege out of 10 kids from a township. No, I had to come and multiply that in my community and having to teach them that, you know what? This is a fight that we need to take a stand for. This is a fight that if, if we begin to be the people that we want to be, we should start. It starts with us. It starts with you. And having to work together, I think that was the powerful thing that I've learned, having to work together as people and working towards one goal. You make beautiful results. Trust me. My journey being in YRE and also having to be part of the Diplomacy Week uh, in 2020 with the theme of just transition and um, green recovery. For me, that was an honor to be part of it because when they asked, who is going to be our speaker and all, Cindy was like, you will. I was like, me? I don't really like talking in front of people. I just love writing. She'll be like, no, you'll be part of it. I said, Temi uh, Matebo, we're part of it. I remember we're in um, Cindy's office. Caleb, I think, from Cape Town called me and said, Tembi, you'll be working with me in terms of the weak diplomacy thing. And all. I was like, but I'm just a wire Elena. I only write. He was like, no, I will work with you. When the day came of the weak diplomacy, oh my God, I was so nervous. I was so nervous having to talk with the big guns there because, I mean, there were people who were there for a very long time, you know, and having to interact with them, for me, that was the best feeling ever, having to learn from them, having to hear what they were doing and having to have this mindset in terms of this is the beginning, this is only the beginning, there's still more to come. As I'm done with school and hopefully going to university next year, I know that there will be people who will be guiding me throughout the process of being in that journey that I did. I mean, I'll be joining maybe you next year in France. We never know. That's the best thing that you meet people have an experience or you meet a person that doesn't have an experience but then you guys are going to learn together right and you grow in that form but mostly having to go on a goal of do you work as an activist towards changing the environmental state or you work just for the fact of i want to be known i just want to be heard you know it's a matter of highlighting those issues and those problems and coming with a solution because they say there is no future that is going to be planned without me so I want that future that is that we are about to plan it. I want to be part of it because I know that and I believe that I'm a catalyst for change. And this environmental journey is just the beginning. They should watch this place because I'm coming. Thank you. Thank you. Tembi, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and telling us about the journey you've been on to become an environmental writer. One of the things that really struck me in your story was this feeling of Yisintozabelungu or the idea that environmental activism is something for the privileged or for the whites. What do you think about 
this and like this notion and how do you think people can overcome this mentality that climate action is a first world problem thank you so much Hatlisa, for having me first well i think most black people including the low income people of color mm. have long stereotyped environmentalists as white people Mm. That is not something that happens only today. It started a long time ago. Why? They exclude themselves due to believing they don't have enough resources or having low opportunities in terms of engaging to the um, environmentalist activities and all that. Mm. So one thing that I believe should be done, it's having to engage with the people. Mm. Let them be part of it. Let it be a culture where we include everyone. Inclusivity should be the main point of everything when we do dealing with these issues because when you're together whether you're black whether you're indian whether you're white we all come up with solutions that are going to benefit all of us i completely agree with you tembi and i think that inclusivity and access is a very big issue when it comes to climate action and climate change and your story is really about finding your place in the environmental movement as a writer, which obviously has to do with communication. Do you think it is important to have tailored communication about climate change or the environment in local languages? And how can young people be involved in this? Exactly. Um, it's in terms of having to speak with people in the language they're comfortable in. You cannot engage with someone in English while they do not understand it. They won't give you the necessary information that you need. Why? Because they feel limited into it, right? Yeah. So having to engage with them in the language they feel comfortable in and being diverse is mm. very, very important. Where if I'm writing an article and I need people to read from a community where they speak Sutu or Tosa, I need mm. to include those languages in it, right? to make it more interesting and more attractive for people to read. So as I work in terms of writing and video taking and also picture taking, it's a matter of having to look into the target market, having to look to the people that I am talking to, right? And having to understand what is their culture, what is their language. I think that's the most important thing when you're telling uh, communication and all that. So when it comes to having to include the youth, I feel like, having to contribute and having to be part of the solution, we need to start with the young people. Mm. They are the ones who come up with the most creative ways of bringing or solving a certain problem, right? Okay. So they have um, local community registrations. They have newspaper editors and also committees that work around that, right? So if they can approach those people, they are going to get an opportunity to actually voice out their views and be part of a community changer not only saying we do not have opportunities those people are there for them actually to work for them they should use that more Mm, I love your response and it just ties into my last question for you you say in your story that this is only the beginning and there is more to come what are your plans what do you see yourself doing to help be a catalyst for change in your community how are you preparing for this Oh my gosh, you know, I'm a first year student, right? Yeah. So I'm still trying to find my fit in it and yeah. having to navigate my way and having to adjust into the whole new environment for me, being away from home and being at the rest university. It's really mm. a very huge difference in my life. So I need to balance those two in terms of do I continue with my activism and also focus on my schoolwork? I need to balance those two. But yes, as I said, it's only the beginning. 
YRE is about to launch the YRE alumni, where we get to give back to the community. As the YRE started in 2018, we were the first group, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's time for us to bring back or give back to what we've learned, the skills that we've learned. We're going to teach young kids in That's terms cool. of script writing. They're going to start a little with those uh, letters in terms of writing letters to their parents and all that. And mm-hmm. we're going to grow bigger and bigger, teaching them how to write a very good script in terms of communication, video taking and taking pictures and all that. So that's one of our plans. And I'm really looking forward to it. I cannot wait. (laughs) Jambi, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your story and for reminding us that there is a place for everyone in the environmental movement. We just have to take the risk and put ourselves out there. Definitely. And thank you for having me. That's all we have time for today, friends. Join us next time to hear more stories of youth making change in their communities. In today's episode, you heard about Tembi's experiences with the YRE program at WESA. To find out more about WESA and their programs for young people, head over to their website, wesa.org.za. The Youth Tell All podcast is a production from Youth at Sire, the youth programs at the South African Institute for International Affairs. Youth at Sire is focused on giving a voice to young Africans to tackle the major issues that confront them while building capacity to engage with policymakers at national, regional and international levels. Youth at Sire empowers youth with the skills to become the continent's leaders with a commitment to co-creation and collaboration, inclusivity, decolonization, social justice and intersectionality. Our broader thematic areas cover climate change, gender, education, employment, and sustainable and regenerative futures. This series has been made possible with the financial support of the European Union's Partnership Instrument and the German Federal Ministry for the Environment, Nature, Conservation, and Nuclear Safety through the International Climate Initiative. The opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of the funders. This episode was produced by Kiara Wirth and Desiree Koshulik in collaboration with Solid Gold Podcast Studios. The Youth at Sire leadership team includes Desiree Koshuluk, Didebojo Libia, Lucille Nayadu, and Idumeleng Mpure. Story development has been done by Kiara Wirth. If you have a story to share or want to learn more about our podcast, our programs, or how to get involved in youth activism, head over to our website, sire.org.za slash youth. That's S-A-I-I-A dot org dot Z-A slash youth. Youth at Sire is across social media sites too, so find us wherever you are. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember, youth are leading.